I have a very personal connection with the Shrek story. Just because when I was in high school, we were fortunate enough to get to do for our musical production, <laughs> Shrek the Musical. Yes! Go ahead, guys. Go ahead. Guess which part he had. Go on. I wrote on my audition form, anything but Shrek. And you know what the motherfucker did? He cast me as Shrek. And you know what? I'm not very egotistical. I don't have a very big head. But I think I'm a good actor. I think I have a good singing voice. And I was so... I went into that show so not expecting to be anything important. And then I got cast as Shrek. And I was terrified. I was 100% terrified. I was so scared. I, like, shut down. What scared you the most about it? Just the fact that you have to carry the show. Yeah. You are what... You're the titular character. You're the titular character. You're the one that has to maintain. And Shrek's vocal parts are very... They're... It's, it takes a lot of breath to carry you gotta really, Shrek's vocals. You gotta really flex that diaphragm. Yeah. And... Don't forget to do your curl-ups. <laughs> and the rehearsal process for doing that show was great. Because I was so scared of doing that part. Through being Shrek, through becoming Shrek, I learned to become a lot more comfortable with myself. Really? Yes, because while I had had great roles before that, and I had had, listen to me, critical acclaim. No, <laughs> I had had, you know, good feedback from my audiences before that. This was the biggest thing I had ever done. And both literally and figuratively. And guys, if you haven't seen Shrek the Musical, it, it's taped. It's on Netflix. Please go watch it. It's a great adaptation of the movie. They have everything you love from the movie in it and then some, mm -hmm. you know, like great little backstories like um, Lord Farquaad is supposedly Snow White's son and he's the product of Snow White and Grumpy. Like that's really fucked up considering Snow White is offered as a bachelorette option. Yeah, <laughs> they do that in the musical, but you don't think about that in the movie. Yeah. And, you know, it offers a great it offers great little background on how Shrek came to be and everything. How Fiona spent her time in the tower. Yeah, like it, there's so many more intricacies of plot that are added onto in the musical. Winnie Hoseman, who actually wrote the book for the stage adaptation of Beauty and the Beast, does a great job. It's a great libretto. Go check it out. She also wrote Wicked. She also wrote the book to Wicked. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think through carrying that role, there's lots of great songs in the show. However, the, the actual performance of Shrek was my personal hell. <laughs> You've got me, right? I'm 250 pounds easy. <laughs> you put... 50 pounds of costume on me. Mm -hmm. I'm talking, I was put in a sling. I was put in this spank type thing. <laughs> I was so embarrassed too with my sweaty, soft, shitty body. <laughs> this man who had to dress me, this old queen who'd been doing costumes. He had done Broadway, Chicago, LA, like, and he had to dress me every night. And cause he was a professional, like. Because you didn't just have body padding. You had a headpiece. Like, I was, you know, I was in that sling. I was in a... It was basically a chain mail. <laughs> and then I had football padding on. And then they had to put the clothes on me. Mm -hmm. And then they had to color my hands green. Mm -hmm. Do you know how hard it is to do a show with green makeup on your hands? <laughs> Everything is green. 
All the props are green because I've wiped my makeup on them. Your water bottles, your scripts, and the bathroom I, door handle. Once I'm in costume, I have to go to makeup. Yep. And like the R.L. Stein Goosebumps thing, I have to get glued into the Shrek head. Ugh. They put spirit gum all over my face. They had to press the head all the way around me. Whoa, 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 back up. They were using spirit gum to adhere this thing to your head? Yes, that to is, my face. That is the definition of low-rent high school theater. They they basically pasted the they and it, it cemented it to my face. Like, they, I, they made sure there were fans on me so I was not sweating so that they could glue it right. We're talking about chewing gum. Spirit gum is not chewing gum. I'm sorry, what? Spirit gum is a glue-like substance that you use in theater a lot to adhere things to people's faces. Did you never use spirit gum when you did drama? No, I, I guess not. I just thought it was chewing gum. When we did Into the Woods... <laughs> You're so stupid. Oh my god. You're not stupid. When we did uh, Into the Woods, remember when Harry was the wolf, when Harrison was the wolf? Mm -hmm. You know, he had all that hair on his face? Mm -hmm. That didn't just happen. <laughs> it was spirit gum. It was all adhered to his face. So I'm pasted into this Shrek head. And you know, one night, one of the eyes, uh, one of the eye sockets kind of popped off a little bit. So I looked a little dopey. <laughs> There's this great picture of me with a little kid with my eye kind of protruding. <laughs> And I look tired as fuck, too. So the kid's like, ah, and I'm like, mm, you know, and, you know, so I did not like doing the actual performance because I'm in 50 pounds of costume and makeup. I'm having to dance around and sing with all of my might and carry all this breath. You did such a good job. But, you know, yeah, you know, people liked it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I'm very proud of the work I did there. And... That was a great moment for me when I, when I for <laughs> when I was sitting in the theater and the lights had barely come up and you were just doing the voiceover and the outhouse is on stage mm -hmm. and it's all you hear is the Shrek voiceover and then at the beginning of Big Bright Beautiful World when it blows apart yeah and there you are and there I am, oh yeah. I just loved it yeah and who I'd be was my favorite part. Yeah, that that got people tearing up. Which, um, you know, but who I'd be, guys, if you don't want to watch the show, literally just listen to the soundtrack. The songs are so good. But who I'd be is a beautiful song and really does sum up how Shrek feels yeah. throughout the entirety of the movie. Because I think through playing Shrek, I realized how similar I am to the character. Just me as a person. Yeah. I mean, not necessarily with how I behave and how I carry myself, because I'm a very open person, I'm very eccentric, I'm very outgoing, whereas Shrek is not. But it's those feelings inside yeah, that I identified with, with Shrek. Like, I'm always going to be too ugly. I'm always going to be too fat. I'm always going to be too inadequate to have somebody's genuine love. Yeah. No, I know you're just saying those things for my benefit, for the explanation, but I'm, I just want to be like, no, I love you. Yeah, I know. You're perfect. I, I know. And I'm, yeah. And it's a very important story and it should be to a lot of people just because if there's one thing that is like sweet black tar heroin to you and me, it's that sweet, sweet validation. 
And that's what Shrek mostly is, you know? It's the validation of who you are and you can have love, which is the greatest power on the face of the earth. You can have love being just who you are. And I think that's the most important message that comes to people of our generation who are so strangled by depression and anxiety and feelings of inadequacy towards that kind of stuff. So, um, on the whole, uh, very important. Very important to me personally and very important to a lot of people. And I think through feeling everybody's love and admiration through my performance, that helped me. That helped me go a long way. That's great. I... Wow. <laughs> yeah? Jesus tits. It is sweaty in here. <laughs> How are you guys out there? Did you listen all the way through? Because that's a lot. 